Welcome back to another episode of Capes of by the Game Day. See, that scares me. I kind of want to go. End it right there. Two questions. All right, last question. Okay. Now that accent was a little Hey, fantasy look ahead. Fantasy buy low, sell high. Fantasy Felipe's chin looks incredible today. Fantasy Felipe's beard is growing out again. Fantasy Adam shaved his entire beard today. His baby face is out. It's just a day you of fantasy. yesterday, actually. I did shave. Well, Tuesday, Tuesday night. So I you actually lied. got a straight it, it was actually multiple days ago. Yep, yep. No, but it's okay. Me. You know, your beard grows. Uh, Robert, Raheem, Raheem Mostert. Robert Mostert. <laughs> Raheem. Raheem Mostert, RB2 season. So, like, yeah, dude, I'm in it. This is the first live I'm catching. Love your pod. What's up? Love you, man. This is unreal. As a reminder, this is the fantasy look-ahead episode where we try and answer questions about buying low, selling high, players you should target, players you should trade away. If you have a trade question, we're going to try and answer every single one of them, so make sure to submit them down below. I have everyone on TikTok on my phone. I see people right now um, on YouTube, so make sure to submit those questions. We will try and get to every single one of them. Um, And as a reminder, always go to thegameday.com slash promotions for any DFS offers. And the most important thing I want to call out before we jump into it. Call it out. (laughs) It's just how cute you look today. Oh, my God. No, seriously, what is it? Then? It's how cute. No, something uh, happened in the fantasy world that <laughs> never happens this week. Like something, or the, really over these last couple of what? weeks, something happened. I traded for Raheem Most. I traded for Miami Dolphins. Let's go! Let's well, go! That, that, never, that never happened. Yeah, but just no. to have you on the Dolphins train these days is, is, is music to my ears. Amazing. But, yeah, something happened in the fantasy world that never happens over these last couple of weeks. And I want to tell you about it. Is that oh. all right? That's fine. I thought it was what I just said. No, no, no. It's fine. This is a different one. So our very own, the game day's very own, Caps Off's very own, Frank Amarante. Frank Amarante. Actually, from weeks four and five, was the number two most accurate ranker on Fantasy Pros. That's actually insane. Fantasy Football Accuracy, from weeks four and five, he was the number two most accurate ranker. So how does that work? You want to break that down, how that works? You want me to t- explain how that works? Well, so every week, heading into every week, you you know, everybody, all these experts, really, but Frank's the only expert, but all these other experts who claim they're experts outside of Frank, yep. they give out their rankings per position, yep. correct? Yep. And uh, after the week happens, the person whose rankings aligns, whose pre-weekend rankings aligns most with what how happened. the weekend went down. Yeah. Uh, they are the most accurate? Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah, so for example, in week five, Frank Amarante, and we're going to link his Twitter down below, so make sure to check him out. And also, anytime we talk about our rankings, it's really Frank's rankings. So um, to give you an example, Frank was the second most accurate wide receiver ranker in week five. So that means he put his wide receivers ranked one through 50 or whatever it might have been, and he was as accurate and as close as it gets to being correct. In week four, he did that... Um, with the running backs, he was the most accurate predictor in running backs on fantasy pros. Um, so that's a huge accomplishment. I don't think people really, you know, factor in how important that is because everyone's looking for fantasy rankings and where to rank someone and how you should evaluate a trade and whatnot. But when you're the most accurate, or if you're in the top two in back-to-back weeks for being the most accurate yeah. ranker in fantasy, in the whole fantasy space, it's a massive accomplishment. So make sure to check out Frank's stuff. And anytime we're referring to those rankings, like I said, it's Frank's rankings. So I wanted to shout that out because it never happens in the fantasy world. Mm. In back-to-back weeks in the top two, 
I mean, it's crazy. It's as credible that's as it gets. Because, like, I know for me, going into every single weekend, that's the first thing I do. I, a lot of times I got to make decisions. Who am I starting at the flex? Or, you know, just you got to make a game-time decision. And yep. I go to rankings to mm. go look at that. Like, oh, is this guy – for example, I've been in between for many weeks. You know, Mike Evans, uh, Zay Flowers, or Nico Collins. A lot of times I go to rankings. Who do they have higher based off of the matchup and stuff yep. like that? And so the fact that, you know, Frank has been the uh, second most accurate yep. out of – Literally every expert that you know, anybody that you ever heard of uh, that is famous, per se, in the fantasy community, Frank is per better se. than every single one but one of these past couple weeks. So that's freaking awesome. Well, So go to thegameday.com because yep. that's where you're going to get those rankings. Yes, definitely go to thegameday.com. Now, to clarify, that was between week week four and, week five. Four and week five. He was the second most accurate yes. ranker. So make sure to check that out um, and make sure to keep listening to us because uh, we only talk about Frank. Love um, Frank. So as Love a reminder... You. Drop your trade request, trade questions down below. We're going to try and help you answer them. Yeah. But before we begin answering some questions, I want to jump into um, our own version of a little players to target, players to trade for, players to sell away. So let's jump into players to target, players yeah. to really aim for, really a buy low, right? The first person on this list, and I think he's been here actually the first, these last four weeks, is Bijan Robinson. Mm. He had eight targets last week. What are your thoughts on Bijan right now in fantasy? I love Bijan. I love Bijan. I mean, look, if you can get him for cheaper, we've been saying since the first couple of weeks that he's only going to, his usage is only going to increase. He's only going to get better. Mm -hmm. It's still kind of frustrating to see him not be used yeah. fully in the way we want to see him. But, uh, I mean, he's going to keep doing his thing, man. The capital they spent on him, his talent, when he touches the ball, he's literally insane. So, like, look, in a, in a redraft league, if you can get him cheaper than he's going to be in a few weeks, because he hasn't been, you know, maximizing his potential per se, per se. Okay. Throwing that one around a lot today because of you. That's Adam. P-E-R-S-E. Yep, per se. Uh, if you can get him cheaper than he's going to be in a few weeks, then, yeah, go ahead and get him. But, like, I, you got to – like, for me, for example, if I have Bijan, I'm, I don't want to give him away. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And I've been trying to do everything I can to, to trade uh, for Bijan. And it's going to be hard to get him, but – for example, we were talking about this off the pod, but if you have Raheem Mostert and you could flip Raheem Mostert for Bijan, I would do that. I really would. Um, even though Mostert's been good, he's 31, the injury history there. Uh, it's going to become a somewhat of a crowded backfield with Jeff Wilson coming back this week. I think no matter what, you start Mostert as an RB1 while A-Chan is out. But with that being said, I do think you still need to kind of try and see what you can get for Raheem Mostert. I'm going to name a bunch of players because I see a lot of questions uh, coming in that I definitely want to get to, but I'm going to name some players. Anyone that stands out to you, obviously you have the list as well. Um, some other players to target, uh, some other players to buy low on. Tony Pollard's been there. The offense yeah. is going to be better. They looked better, yeah. but always bet on talent. Puka Nakua's a big one, right? Like Puka yeah. had his first down game. He still had a 33% target share. The, him and Cooper Cup combined for 76% of the targets, which is insane. Yeah. And he ran around on 100% of the dropbacks. Mm. I mean, I feel like you if you can cash in a wide receiver that's like ranked... 14 to 24 for Puka Nakua, I would do that. I would definitely do that. Oh, yeah. Well, what is well, what is Puka right now? Well, let's go to the gameday.coms uh, and check out Frank's article and make sure that we can uh, really get that in there. Because um, I feel like 14 to 24, I, I don't know. I think Puka's going to have more top 10 days than not. Like, I, I would kind of want to stay with Puka. Oh, no, I'm saying to trade for Puka, not oh, trade away. I'm saying if you I can see. trade one of your guys that might be 
wide receiver 14 or wide receiver 15 to oh, like 24. To go get Puka. I'm yeah. saying go get Puka. I think yeah, Puka's absolutely. in a great spot right now. You can definitely trade for him. Puka Nakua on Frank Amarante's rankings right now is wide receiver nine in week seven. It's week seven already? Holy yeah. fuck. Um, yeah, so yeah, Puka, Puka's a, a major, a major Puka. buy. Um, Puka, Puka, Puka. Some other guys on here, Brees Hall. Usage is insane. He's a three-down back, 60% route participation. Yeah. I never thought I'd be talking about a Jets player to buy. Um, uh, we've always known about the talent with Brees Hall, but what are your thoughts on on any of these guys on the on well, this list? It's, it's not just the usage with with Brees, but it's also his efficiency. Like he is he is playing well. He's running hard and he's he's a game breaker. Yeah. Like that's the biggest thing with him is you get so excited about these guys in fantasy that can take it the distance at any moment. You know, we talk about the HNs. We talk about uh, like a Jamar Chase as a receiver, guy that is a game breaker, that is more exciting than yep. a guy that's more possession. For running backs, like you have the guys that can go, you know, for like average three, four, five yards of carry, but not really break one. This guy, Brees Hall, can do it all. He's going to break one. And, and that just gives you so much excitement because, you know, 170 yard touchdown run that like i mean 15 points or whatever it may yeah, be crazy. in one uh on one plays and saying so breeze i'm all in on with the usage we know he's healthy now and his efficiency is crazy absolutely um as a reminder if you are here uh, i see a lot of start sit questions coming in make sure to set your reminder for five o'clock tonight on tiktok it will be a start sit only so this is really the this episode is really for uh trade targets trade uh players to trade away um, so if you have any start sit questions, make sure to ask those at five o'clock tonight on our TikTok on Caps Off TikTok. Um, and then also, if you're watching on YouTube and you're not subscribed already, please hit that subscribe button. If you're on TikTok, please subscribe to our YouTube. It helps us out a, uh, a ton. Yep. Or don't, um, don't if you fucking hate us. Yep. Um, some other guys I have on, on this list, you know, guys like Saquon Barkley. He looked explosive. He had 24 attempts. Offense is really bad. But the running back room, every, the running back landscape in fantasy right now is so, you know, I think it will have the regression to the mean aspect come into play. So I think Saquon's a guy that could probably find his way back into that mm -hmm. top 15 of running backs. Yeah, yeah, especially healthy, yeah. Um, another one's DK Metcalf, right? 143 air yards on 10 targets, only had four receptions for 69 yards, but had three red zone targets. Should have converted a lot more. I've had someone actually in my league be frustrated with DK Metcalf. I'm assuming there are other members or guys that have – DK Metcalf in fantasy who are probably frustrated with his usage and expecting more. He's someone that, hey, throw in DK Metcalf if that guy has him and they have another player that you're targeting. So hey, another Seahawks receiver, JSN. JSN. Now, now he's his usage has been going up, his route participation, all yep. the fancy stuff yep. you, you like to see. Just essentially he's getting on the field more and mm. he's getting targeted more. Mm. So that's cool to see. If you have space, our boy Faraz was talking about him, to 11 personnel. That. Yeah, that, that's right. So 11 personnel, the Seahawks gonna have three receivers out there. Uh, which is going to be obviously Metcalf, Lockett, and JSN. Jason is going to be a beneficiary of, of a lot Good of those word. targets. And look, it's if you don't have room to stash somebody right now because like you're not going to start him these next couple of weeks, that's fine. Don't you know? Don't worry about it. But if you do have that room, he could start popping off in a few weeks if you can get ahead of the uh, waiver wire. Uh, and, you know, just the way of order and everything like that, then it's probably a good move. I asked our very own Scott Angle yesterday, thoughts on JSN. He's a Dyer Seahawks fan. Obviously, he's a fantasy expert. He's yeah. the king. And his thing was saying, obviously, the same thing, JSN's route participation, everything's going up. They're switching to 11 personnel. But he's going to have some games where he really does blow up and then some duds, naturally. He'll be a boom or bust, flex play type of guy. But I think JSN, he even could be on some waiver wires right now. I don't think that oh, yeah. he's, on, he's rostered everywhere. I actually sent out an offer yesterday, you know, I think a lot of times people get very caught up in not only the points that they've scored, but what they're projected this week. 
And JSN, I know in a half PPR is only protected like six fantasy points. Yeah. And a guy needs running backs. I literally offered him Deontay Foreman and Craig Reynolds because he needs running backs. And I have no use for them right now just to clear some space and see if I can get JSN really low. And I think those really low tier trades can get done for nothing, right? Where there's not as much of um, you need to add and whatnot. So yeah. I think I think JSN is a really good, a really sneaky pickup if he's available and a sneaky trade acquisition if you could get someone to throw them in. Yes, sir. Um, some other guys, your boy Devontae Smith, three juicy matchups coming up. Obviously plays the Dolphins on Sunday Night Football. Mm. The usage, the mm. routes, the matchups all make sense. Mm. He had a team high 11 targets in week six. The one concern was he didn't obviously run as many routes, but I think you buy talent, you buy potential. So I think Devontae Smith's going to have better days ahead. We've mm. said A.J. Brown is not a top five wide receiver because of his usage going to kind of obviously drop and dip a, a little bit as Devontae's comes up. What are your thoughts on your boy, Devontae? Devontae's got to get better. The past couple of weeks were, were bad. The first few weeks of the season, he was on a great pace. Uh, throughout the second half of last year, including the playoffs, he outperformed A.J. Brown by quite a bit, actually. And so this is a guy that, is going to get it done. And he, he's a solidified wide receiver, too. I know he had the past the bad past couple weeks. And he can get into wide receiver one territory as well. The Eagles offense has to get better. Uh, how many times do we have to talk about uh, a guy that is performing, that had maybe had a couple bad performances, but the team also did, which means that they have to fix the script. Yep. And this guy has to be included in the script for them to actually perform better. Devontae Smith is one of those guys. Look, Jalen Hurts is having a down year. He's, he's regressed a bit. And... You know, part of his amazing season last year, especially towards the back half when he was really making that MVP campaign before the injury, was targeting Devontae Smith. Mm. I think he's going to have to get back to that to kind of, uh, you know, almost like have his guy that's a security blanket. That's a great route runner. He can find him everywhere. Devontae Smith is going to get more involved. And when he gets involved, man, like, he's special with the football. So I think uh, if he's a buy low right now, you know, go get him. 100%. You, you touched on something. Another guy that I have is Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones and really Christian Watson. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even know if he's on the list that, that we had put together. Um, he is. Okay, he, he is. Did. Aaron Jones, he was injured between weeks two and five. He was the RB1, the overall RB1 in week one. He's got a great schedule remaining. The Green Bay offense needs him. So when we talk about what you just talked about was if an offense isn't performing and a fantasy player isn't performing, it's actually that's how I, I kind of factor in these buy lows as well. I think you do the exact same. Mm -hmm. So naturally, the team, if they're going to have success on offense, they're going to need Aaron Jones to get involved. The running backs are totally messed up right now in fantasy. I think he's one of those guys that his value is super low that you could potentially get a hero strategy out of him, a hero running back strategy out of him if you were to trade for him. He's one, and then Christian Watson's the other guy. I mean, again, I bet on talent. He was amazing last year. The offense needs to get back on track. So those are two massive ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last two uh, that I want to go into before we move into players to uh, trade away, uh, Ramondre Stevenson's a big one. He has a good upcoming schedule. His schedule is shitty over these last mm -hmm. couple of weeks. He's a buy high. I wouldn't break the bank for him, but again, it comes down to what the running backs look like. Jalen Waddle's a massive one. And then here are two that are controversial. Um, if you yeah. look across some lists, these are one of, one of which is actually on either a buy low or sell for anything at this point. Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce is someone that people don't know what to make of him. So here's where I stand, and I need to know where you stand. Damian right. Pierce, obviously Devin Singletary outsnapped him. He was the better running back last week. However, the week before, Devin Singletary you know, barely even played. Damian Pierce was the guy. Over his last couple of weeks, Damian Pierce has been stopped at the goal line. 
like multiple times. He had a receiving touchdown called back. He broke another run this past week that was stopped by the whistle. So there were opportunities that his points would have looked drastically different. Um, and yes, he has a poor yards per carry, but getting stuff to the goal line is, is going to obviously hurt that a lot more. They should be getting their entire offensive line back after the bye. I don't, I'm not going to say he's going to be an RB1, but I yeah. do think he can return on some spectrum of the RB2 scale. I know our boy Faraz at Upper Hand Fantasy likes him as a buy low. Look, like I've said, the whole running back department is fucked. Yeah. So if you can buy low when, a, when someone's value is super, super low, I think right now he might be in that RB3 conversation. Yeah. So I think he could. I think his value is more so in the RB two. So I would target. That's why I would personally buy Damian Pierce if you need running backs and don't want to break the bank. What are your thoughts? I'm, I mean, I'm glad you put that last copy. If you really need running backs, really, really, really need running backs, that's fine with me. You know, I haven't been on the Pierce train at all this year. He's been bad. His efficiency has been bad. Two weeks ago, he had 20 carries. We're like, all right, cool. Like he got good usage, but it was terrible. It was 66 yards on those, so 2.6 isn't good. The next week, uh, Singletary gets a lot of snaps, obviously, like you mentioned. So I'm looking at it here. Singletary had 12 last week. Damian Pierce had 13. So they really give him a 50-50 split. But what's the big thing for me, what they did with those carries. So Singletary got averaged 4.8 yards per carry. Damian P Pierce, for the second straight week, 2.6. For me, that's just the coaching staff saying, look, this running back's not getting it done. Two weeks ago, the next week, let's split their carries and let's see how they do. Still, Singletary almost two two yards per carry more than or completely two yards per carry more than him, and so I just see that trending in that direction towards Singletary. We've seen Singletary have success in the past. I don't know if if Pierce is more talented than Singletary. I I think I think so. I don't know, bro. Devin Singletary was cut from or traded away. No, he, uh, Buffalo his, didn't want to resign him. Yeah, it was a cut though. I think his contract just ran. Yeah, his out. contract ran out. But there's I, a reason you didn't sign him. There's a reason you drafted well, James we, Cook. I think we've seen a large enough sample. Well, they draft well. You know, different teams draft. The Cowboys drafted Tony Pollard when they had Zeke, and Zeke was their running back for the next five years still. So it's like, that's a situation. Regardless, I think that Singletary is going to cut into his carries, and uh, I would not want any part of Pierce unless you really, really, really need running backs that could potentially be your flex. I, I, I just don't know if he's, his volume is going to go fair. keep going. The up. one counter I'd make before jumping into your boy next is – if he doesn't get stuffed at the goal line, his numbers look drastically different, and it's very similar stat lines to those of the Saquon Barclays of the world, where he that would be the floor, right? So Saquon would have a 16 for 80-yard game with one touchdown. Obviously, he'd have some receptions, but from the actual ground game aspect, Damian Pierce being stuffed at the goal line makes those numbers look a lot worse, and I do think after the bye, things can change. Now, it could skew in the opposite direction for Devin Singletary, but if you need running backs and you do not want to break the bank, I think Damian Pierce is someone that you can get some sort of return for sure. um, in the future. Probably better than what he's, than what he's valued. That's at. kind of my point, right? Sure. That's is where he's valued. Last but not least, before we jump into players to sell and then answering some questions, is Rasheed Rice. Yeah. Four for 72. Like that. He's the only Kansas City wide receiver you can trust. He had a 49% snap share, tied for the second most routes run behind MBS last week. He ran a route on 51% of the dropbacks. He has nice. a 31% target rate per route run. And Justin Watson's injury is going to create more opportunities. Are you buying mm. Rasheed Rice? Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah, I'm buying him. I think he's a wide receiver one right now for the Chiefs. For the Chiefs. For the Chiefs. I had to specify he's not anywhere close. Well, I think to he's the overall. only one you want from a wide receiver. Yeah, I think so. He's, look, I mean, they drafted him for a reason. A lot of people were high on him uh, because the Chiefs did spend a second rounder on him, mm -hmm. I believe. Uh but then a lot of people were low because they also did that with Sky Moore the year before and did nothing with him. But he's clearly having a better season than Sky Moore had last year. 
And Mahomes is targeting him. I mean, four for 72, that's nice. And he's doing a lot with that. He's an explosive wide receiver. That's what a lot of people did like about him coming out of SMU. And the potential of pairing him with an explosive quarterback who can get it to him in improvisation, get it to him however you know he could, then uh, that's appealing. And I think that Rasheed Rice is kind of – he's hitting the, the what we hoped he could be. So four for 72 is good. I could see him getting even more receptions, maybe six, six, you know, going up to – uh, hopefully, if he's really that guy, you know, seven to eight in, in upcoming weeks. Uh, but I think it's just promising. So right now, he's probably a flex play, potentially, if you if you want to consider him there. Uh, but I think he can be like a straight, uh, like for sure flex play in the upcoming weeks. I agree. Uh, players, let's talk about some players to sell, players to trade away. Again, this is not necessarily because you're afraid of their their. Comp- you know, potential future impact, but also what can you can get in return. So some guys, and I, I want to kind of run through these quickly so we mm-hmm. can get to some questions. Yep. But Josh Jacobs is a really big one. Fifth in red zone carries, but only two red zone touchdown offense. It looks really bad. He's got some two bad matchups coming up. Dead last in fantasy points scored above yeah. expectation. Mm. I would sell on the name value. Raheem yeah. Mostert, oh, yeah. you just bought Raheem Mostert. Yes. And I think Raheem Mostert, if you have Raheem Mostert, just try and put some feelers out there. See if you can get, if you can get Bijan Robinson back in redraft formats for Raheem Mostert, I'm going to take that chance any given Sunday. Avin Kamara is another one. Sell high. Usage is great, but Jamal Williams coming back is obviously going to cut into share. Um, you want to talk about the other two guys? Uh, Adam Thielen. Well, I mean... You and I disagreed on that on Tuesday's episode of selling high on Adam Thielen. Right. Yeah, yeah. I would I would love to keep him. But again, like, it, it's kind of like what you're talking about, Damian Pierce. It's, it's about value. If other people are valuing a guy really low, then you could get... Uh, you know, you could probably get him for for cheaper than what he actually is, right? And that's the same thing with Adam Thielen. And so, yeah, I, I could see him as a sell high. Whenever a guy's balling out, look, I love the guy, and I think I would try to keep him. But if somebody's valuing him incredibly high because of his recent performances, he's yep. wide receiver three over the past over the season, then a hundred percent, see what you can get back from him. I know you love talking about. Uh, getting another, you know, top tier guy in return and in some sort of package. So there's some guys up there that you could probably be talking about with Adam Thielen. Uh, give me some names like Devontae Adams. That's a good one. That's a great one. Yep. And so yeah, if you, if you can start to, to, to get a guy like that that has an incredible ceiling, higher ceiling than Thielen, assuming that Thielen's not going to keep this up because he's probably not, then that's something uh, I would look at. So I like Thielen a lot. The second guy uh, is George Pickens. George Pickens. So. Uh, Deontay Johnson coming back. I see that. Target share is only going to go down with Pat and DJ coming back. And then uh, 26% target share through five games. What do you have to what, – what's your thought on that? I, I think it's it's not incredible. It's a good – I'll take that, right? Like, it's yeah. not something to, to write home about. I do think the fact that Deontay Johnson's coming – here's how let – me, let me answer that in a better way. It should have been a lot higher with them missing Pat Fryermuth and Deontay Johnson. Okay. He is the most talented wide receiver on that entire team. The problem is, I don't think talent is going to get you fantasy production. It's he not. is going to be boom or bust. Yeah. Are you going to rely on these big plays? Because he's broken big plays week after week. Yeah. So when I look at talent and I think of big play opportunity, he just doesn't fit the bill of someone that I trust. He can have big games. I think he's also going to have lulls. And the offense is just shitty. Like, I don't feel comfortable starting. So you think his value is at, at his highest Correct. right now? Yeah. Yeah. It... it, it I hate it with with uh, George Pickens just because he's so talented, like you said. But talented does talent doesn't equate to fantasy points. But if his talent could be used in Kansas City, like imagine if he mm. was there, or if he was in Buffalo or something mm. like that, like it's just not fair to see him with with a Kitty Pickett ass quarterback, bro, or like the end of uh, 
Ben Roethlisberger. I think he had Ben Roethlisberger last year, maybe mm-hmm. there. Uh, oh no, he was last year. He was a rookie last year, right? Yeah, I think. Right? So. I think, yeah, I think so. so. He never had, even had big. But Matt Canada, like Matt Canada, is the worst. The, every, everything about Pittsburgh sucks. Their offense sucks, right? Yeah. And I would just love to see him in the right opportunity where he could actually take advantage of his talents, bro. Even if it was. I don't know. I'm trying to think of good offenses, but I just put him on a good quarterback and I would love to see him. But yeah, what, what you said, his value is probably not going to be any higher, especially uh, with those guys coming back, Pat Fryermuth and uh, Deontay Johnson. And so try to get rid of him now. Yeah. I mean, look, you, you put, you pair him with someone else. If you can go, we talked about Adam Thielen and George Pickens. If you could trade Adam Thielen and George Pickens and get Devontae Adams and, uh, <sighs> and a smaller wide receiver back, or even I'll package those two for Devontae. I don't give a shit because if you have depth, obviously, if you're That's not, if you're true. just going, you just for the name value, then I'll do that. Yeah, because I'll I tell you take what, the If I have Devonte Adams in this scenario, and you offer me that, you offer me Thielen and Pickens, I might take it. If I need depth, right? Yep. So yeah. All right. So make sure to submit some questions. We're going to now move into a segment where we answer questions both on TikTok, on YouTube, on Twitter, wherever we might be. So make sure to submit trade questions, what to do with certain players. We'll try and break it down as best as possible. As a reminder, if you're on YouTube or if you're on TikTok, make sure to hit that subscribe button. It helps us out tremendously. Also, we've been doing a giveaway on social media, but if you give us five stars, actually just give us a rating on either Apple or Spotify, and then go to our latest TikTok post and comment five stars. You'll be entered in to win a free jersey of your choice. That's any NFL jersey, and it could be Braxton Bears. It could be River Craycraft. It could be Rishi Rice. It could be anyone. It could be Jake Bobo. You know, it could be anyone. <sighs> Um, Bobo Flex. This guy said, Elias uh, Wiskovich, great fucking last name, said he got Puka Nakua for Ramondre Stevenson. Look, Ramondre was also on our list of buy lows. There are two people that you could buy low on. If you need a wide receiver, I love, I love Puka. Yeah, um, it sounds it sounds like a fair trade-ish, yeah. um, depending on, well, I mean, if it was one for one, then yeah, I can kind of see it. Depends on what you need. If you need a receiver, that's sick. Puka's going to be good, man. Yeah. Aim, by the way, on TikTok said, trade Jalen Waddle and Josh Jacobs for Stefan Diggs. I also have Kamara and JT. Hey, who, trade Jalen Waddle and Josh Jacobs for Stefan Diggs. Would you do that trade? Uh, and he Okay, so he also has who? He has uh, Avin Kamara and Jonathan Taylor. Okay, I... Uh, well, how would you lean? Who are your other wide receivers? Because that, that I think, it, it really depends, right? Because I think Jalen Waddle is stuck in that wide receiver two role. I think the blow-up game is coming for Jalen Waddle. That's yeah, the issue. Coming. However, Stefan Diggs has been arguably the most consistent wide receiver in fantasy. He has every given Sunday, any given Sunday, put up points. Uh, he had 12 targets through the first half of Sunday night. I mean, look, you got two good running backs aside from Jacobs, but I like the depth that you have with also having Jacobs there. And so... Like, I, I kind of feel like you're in a good position right now, but I get the allure with Stephon Diggs. I mean, I would try to get him too. So if you have another if you have another running back that maybe isn't quite Josh Jacobs, but you could sub in in case of an injury or maybe just have him in a flex play, then I would, pull the, I would make the trade because you're getting the best player out of, in that deal for sure. I'm with you on that. Um, Gage Beats on TikTok says, I'm in first with Tyreek Hill. Would you trade him for a solid RB2 and a good wide receiver? I have Alexander Madison and ETN. I wouldn't. Wait, Don't well, 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 I got distracted by this YouTube question that the Bobo flex. Well, let's go. Let's go there in a second. What was that? He said, "Gage on TikTok said, I'm in first with Tyree Kill. Would you trade him? Would you trade Tyree Kill for yeah. a solid RB two and a good wide receiver? I have Alexander Madison and ETN. Those are his starters. Yeah, those are his, his running backs. I mean, look, if you're in first place right now, then you're in first place for a reason. I wouldn't do it. Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Type of thing. Tyreek, Tyreek is a top five receiver right now at this. Point. He's number one. Is he number one? He's number one. 
Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, it, it's hard to do that. I understand the appeal, though. You're like, all right, I'm already in first. Uh, I can get rid of Tyreek and actually add depth and still be good. You're in a position to pick your poison. Adam says no. Uh, I say... Well, here's here's why I'll say no. It's because close. I think the most consistent strategy on winning fantasy teams right now has been hero running back, which is what I brought up earlier. You have mm -hmm. one amazing running yeah, back. Yeah. Like teams that have a Christian McCaffrey, teams yeah. that have Travis Etienne, Kenneth Walker, even Bijan, who hasn't been tremendous, but that as their one art running back and then just wide receivers are likely four and two, five and one, or six and zero. Oh. So the reason I, I think ETN can be that guy for you, if I'm trading yeah, Tyreek Hill, I want Bijan Robinson back. I want fucking Christian Watson and Puka Nakua. Like I want an absurd fucking haul for Tyreek Hill. That's I don't fair. think it's gonna happen, but I wouldn't just trade, I would never trade Tyreek two for one. I would see if how only if someone's inflating that value Got you. would I make that That's trade. Fair. Uh, Chandler on TikTok said, should I try and trade Jonathan Taylor for Tony Pollard? Uh no. I mean, just Ooh. one for one, that doesn't make it. I don't know what you're doing there. So I'm assuming there's other players involved. So, so you have Jonathan Taylor, you want Tony Pollard, there's other players involved. Uh, it really depends on the other players. Uh, Jonathan Taylor for Tony Pollard, I wouldn't do it. Uh, Taylor's going to be, he's getting more usage every single week. How did he, he did pretty well this past week. They split with Zach Moss. Yeah, he's, that's not, it's not going to be a, a split yeah. every single week. You know, he's going get, to start getting more and more carries. It's going to turn in his direction. And Pollard and the Cowboys rushing offense has been bad. I think it'll get better. I don't know how much better. I would just kind of keep what I got. If it was one for one, I'd probably take Tony Pollard. The reason I would take Tony is, like me personally, I'd, I'd want to. Obviously, you're the Cowboys fan, so you could speak on it a lot more. I know he's going to get 100% of those goal line carries. Now, yeah. he hasn't converted those, At all. but Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss has played well enough to you know, cut, cut into his time. The Colts offense is going to be worse. No Anthony Richardson. Now, granted, Anthony Richardson going down helps Jonathan Taylor because it's more rushing touchdowns potentially for him. I just think, like, if, if you take the actual offenses and opportunities, Tony Pollard might have a slightly better one. But that's true. I don't think it's going to be a one-for-one -one trade. I don't know who would do that. Here's, what, here's what's about to happen. You heard it here first. Who's Vaughn? No. Mm. Derek Harry's going to be traded to Dallas. And that's going to fucking kill Pollard's stock. Okay. Especially goal line stock. Let's go into Derrick Henry right now in fantasy. All right. Because I wanted to put Derrick Henry on our buy low list. Okay. And I've seen him everywhere on sell highs. Just off of name value. I, I think Derrick Henry's going to get traded. Like, they, why wouldn't you? You just brought up Dallas. Why wouldn't Baltimore try and trade for him? Like, could you imagine if he went Kansas to Baltimore? City. Kansas Ah, uh, Pacheco's been good, though. He's been good, but I've been hearing some rumblings. Woo! Derrick Henry, so would you trade for Derrick Henry in fantasy knowing that there's a, like, would you be willing to take that risk? Yeah, 100% take the risk. It just depends on what am I trading for him. If the guy that has him is overvaluing the fuck out of him just because of his name, then I'm not doing it. But if the guy's like, look, he hasn't been great. He's had really bad weeks this year, and I kind of just want to get rid of him, I would jump all over Derrick Henry because if he gets traded and he's in the right situation, his outlook completely changes. Like right now, He's completely game script dependent. Mm. Because when the Titans are down, he's not getting the ball. Tajay Spears is there. He's a better pass catcher and everything like that. If he goes to a good team that actually has the lead quite a bit, like Philly, like Dallas, like uh, one of these teams, I don't think Buffalo needs him, but like think about that. Then Buffalo he's actually getting he's he's actually getting the ball quite a bit. His game script completely changes. He's up to like a top five running back, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I'll so then I'll present this opportunity for you. I have Nico Collins. I need a running back. This guy needs weapons. Would you trade Nico Collins for Derrick Henry if you need running backs? Easily. 
No question. You yeah, take no question. that. Even so, what happens if he stays in Tennessee? I think it's fine. I think Nico has been doing well this year. Um, he's not incredibly consistent. Like he's been like decently consistent. He's been fine. But I don't think Nico is. I think his value is a little bit inflated at this point. I don't think it necessarily uh, stays that way. I would just bank it on the potential that Henry gets traded. I would do it. Yeah. I think, look, again, scare money don't make money in fantasy. Derrick Henry's potential. It feels like he's going to get traded, right? All their value was banked into Ryan Tannehill. Uh, being there, he's obviously hurt. Malik Willis is the guy. It feels like they should sell off assets. We'll do a couple more questions before we sign off. Huh? No more questions. I'm being told no more questions, but I'm going to break the rules and do one more question. Last question. Uh, I'm, let's see. Let's find the right question. Uh, would you trade DeAndre Swift for Kenneth Walker? Um, yes. Yes. Why? Because the Eagles offense has been a little bit worrisome. Now, I know they have a good run offense, but they just got stymied this past week. Stymied? Stymied. Woo! It's a good one. I like, I, I, I like Kenneth Walker's ceiling. Uh, I think he's a lot more talented than DeAndre Swift. I like, uh, I like Kenneth Walker just as a player better than DeAndre Swift. I'm going to go with him. Good thing. All right. Well, look, as a reminder, if you have more trade questions, more start sit questions, set your reminder for 5 p.m. tonight on TikTok. We will be doing a TikTok live. So that'll be going for an hour, not just 30 minutes and getting cut off by Matan, who sucks. Uh, but so make sure to set that reminder for 5 p.m. tonight. Also, hit that subscribe button if you're at YouTube Please. or if you're on TikTok, go to our YouTube and hit that subscribe button. It helps us out tremendously. Also, go to Apple or Spotify, give us a rating, helps us out, and you can be answered into a chance to win a free NFL jersey go, of dude. your choice. And last but not least, let's give another shout-out to Frank Amarante. He's back-to-back -back for week four and five, a top-two ranker on Fantasy Pros. So make sure to go to thegameday.com and find, uh, find Frank's weekly rankings. His week seven rankings are up now. So make sure to tune into that. Yeah. And again, we will see you tomorrow for our predictions episode. And um, fins up, baby. Fins up. The Caps Off Podcast is brought to you by The Game Day. Starring Adam Tabachnik, Felipe Fontes, Jack Perotti, and Matan Mann. Producers Ben Wolfen and Matan Mann. Don't forget to check out our social at Caps Off Pod on Instagram and at Caps Off Podcast on TikTok. And go to thegameday.com for all the best sportsbook offers.